It's a new season of the black comedy series Creamery. Hits TVNZ Plus tomorrow. Uh, if you haven't caught it yet, it's set in a dystopian world where nearly all the men have been wiped out by a deadly virus. It received all sorts of critical acclaim, won Best Drama Series Award at the 2021 New Zealand Television Awards. And one of the creators, producers and stars of the show is Perlina Lau. Um, she is also an RNZ. She's about to take over RNZ's Sunday afternoon arts and culture programming from the 20th of August alongside Mark Amory. She can do it all. And she's <laughs> sitting next to me right now. Hi. Kia ora, Jessie. Nice to see you. Nice to see you. What's the elevator pitch for Creamery? <laughs> so we ended last season with a pretty uh, intense, shocking scene, a uh, reveal. So m- more than anything, all the, the audience and the characters have more questions than answers <laughs> yeah. at this point. Um, it's pretty shocking. So this new season is really about getting f- finding those answers. It's a bit like a road trip is how I describe it. They're on the run and it's a road trip. Uh-huh. Uh, so the characters, the three women and Bobby, are trying to figure out whether this sort of milking den, if you will, is just contained to Hitter Valley or whether it's widespread. So is it just this, you know, rural town that's been doing this and trying to get away with it or whether it's nationwide? Um, They're still trying to find the safe place, of course, as well. And and then sort of in the background of all this, the cure for the pandemic is ongoing. So it's very much, uh, you know, on the road. It's lots of action. It's probably more drama than comedy this season, Mm. quite heightened. Um, But I... I would like to think, you know, you can see that extra budget on the screen. Mm -hmm. Got some cool drone shots. Great. Um, Are you surprised this show got commissioned, given the subject matter? Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think, you know, we we sort of thought, well, we all watch pretty intense things. You know, Black Mirror was such Mm. a hit, and that was quite disturbing mm. at times and quite uncomfortable. Um, Handmaid's Tale was really big. So there is an ap- we knew there's an appetite for th- these kind of shows. Mm. Uh, but whether, you know, that would what that would be taken up locally was, was another yeah, thing. Yeah, we're, we're you used know, to can, seeing American shows exactly, do it. Exactly, and it's this really sort of far away international thing. Yeah. But, but yeah, c- you know, kudos to NZ On Air and, and TVNZ for going, yeah, we'll give it a shot. <laughs> Can you tell me a bit about the response to season one, um, including the international interest? Yeah, we were we were so stoked with the response. I think we would we were just worried, and and I think any creator would feel this when you make something you sort of just cross your fingers and go oh I hope people get it I hope they can Mm. see what I see or you know what we're trying to do here and that was definitely the overwhelming response which was amazing and we tread that fine line of being quite serious in a lot of scenes and it's this sort of life or death end of the world scenario but then coupled with the silly humour, really banal, humour in the banal, which Kiwis are really good at. Mm. And so I think we were able to address some really heavy topics and, you know, even the politics within the show, but doing it while keeping people laughing yeah. and entertained. And did you think this might be something that people outside of New Zealand might be interested in? We were hoping, yes. We, In some ways we thought there's probably going to be... Uh, not more acceptance, but because we're so used to those international shows being quite full on, mm. they, I, I, we thought, oh, you know, hopefully if we put it out there, people will be interested. So we were, luckily enough, we were able to sell it to Hulu in America, yeah. which made Handmaid's Tale. So that felt really that's cool. Amazing. Congratulations. That was, thank you. That was really cool. So that's um, so it would be out in the US 
on July the 15th, so our, this weekend, our Sunday. So they bought season one. Yes. And then presumably invested in season yes, two? Yes, mm. And so that was a, that was an amazing sort of vote of confidence yeah. as well. And same with SBS in Australia. And so it was quite successful in Australia as well and there was a, and, and the the response and the interest there was really good oh so it's been really cool to see that does that change the way you put a show together when you've got international investment and interest I mean it's just more money isn't it yeah. it's, which is the which is what you want. You want more money so but you more can... more expectation and... Exactly. And it's like... Pressure. More, more and... money, more problems. It's more that... <laughs> no, it's more that it's more... You you want to be more ambitious. And so... Is it hard to spend extra money? Probably everything that you've ever worked on in uh, New Zealand broadcasting has been done as cheap as possible. Exactly, exactly. If anything, you're always probably in debt. <laughs> more than anything. Yeah. You're thinking, how can we try and claw back some of this money? There's a lot... We had a few stunts in season one. In this season, we've got a lot of pretty amazing stunts. So we've sort of upped the ante there. Mm-hmm. And stunts are always expensive because yeah. of, you know, you have to hire the right people and all the safety involved. So I think you can see the extra investment on screen. It's such a location heavy season. We are constantly outside on the road and you can see it. it's all in every shot. We're just somewhere different pretty much. So. In terms of was it easy to spend the money? It was so easy to spend the money because <laughs> you just chuck it all on screen. And how uh, exhausting and was it to film? It was, do you know, it was actually quite funny because day one we spent, it was 7am, that's when we started, and we're, the season picks off right where we left. So we're in that facility, mm-hmm. sort of in Lane's uh, area. And the first day was the sort of opening scene of this new season and it involved running up and down a hallway in King's Seat, so the old mental yeah. hospital in out in South Auckland. Huh. And it was seven, you know, seven a.m. We're wearing sort of next to nothing, the concrete <laughs> floors, everything, and it's two years on, so we're all two years older and we're all a little bit sort of yeah. l- less less fit, yeah. you know. We've sort of gone back to you know we ate our way through the pandemic <laughs> through COVID, and so we're all running up and down. Everyone's going. Whose idea was this? I I can feel it in my back and my muscles. Yeah. And so, you know, that was a real sort of shock to the system. Who's to get directing up. that episode? Um, Roseanne. Yeah. Yang, she's Roseanne directing Yang. all of it. So mm. that was it was felt that was sort of a good tone setter for the rest of the season because it was so much hyperventilating, running, yeah. and we're going. It was sort of like we didn't need to worry about getting fit for this, but we we got fit through the process of yeah. filming. Awesome. And now you just get to. It's all done, I presume, yes. yeah. and you just get to release the season to the world yes. and, and wait for it to come back. I mean, we talked about international interest, but what about from viewers? You hear from people who love the show. Yeah, we, I think lot, just lots of people saying, I can't wait for season two, mm. and really excited. Awesome. And because it finished on such a climax, there's, I think everyone's going, we just need to see what happens. And something I'll add is that I think this season, the soundtrack is really cool. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's, it's one of those... I've, we we had a screening last night and it was one of those shows I thought if I was a, if I was not involved in this it might be one of those shows where I'd want to see what was on the soundtrack I'd go Google it afterwards. Who did I'd the soundtrack? See. We have um, our amazing composer, but we also uh, we also sort of buy songs. Yeah, okay, so cool. it's a combination yeah. of yeah. Um, okay, lastly, tell me about the new RNZ gig. Oh yes, so starting in August, uh, it's. I can't say too much about it. No, but um, you don't need to is, launch it now. No, no. 
Oh, I was just going to take over from your show, isn't it, okay? <laughs> we'll just go straight into it now. Um, it will be on Sundays from 12 to 4. It's myself with Mark Amory. And, yeah, arts, culture, just all of that. So it'll Sounds be Sounds like a dream gig. It is a bit of a dream gig. Yeah. I sort of thought, I'll just put all my eggs into one basket and see how that goes. <laughs> well done. Thank you. Nice to have you in. Um, people can watch it at TVNZ Plus, the new show. Yeah, On Demand. From tomorrow, demand, it drops yep. tomorrow, and then also Friday nights at 10 p.m. Oh, great. Thanks so much. Pauline Lau, who is uh, the co-creator and producer and star of Creamery.